0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host Austin Hill. Today we're in part five in our conversation.
1: We hope you enjoy. Yeah, and if you don't know something, that's like an o- that's an opening from God for you to learn something, so you can share that with your family or your neighbors. Like, so if you're struggling with something, and you're like, I have no idea how taxes work. I personally, right now, no idea how they work. But I know that there's somebody who I can trust. And, I, and if someone asks me, I don't know what to do about taxes, I say, talk to Ben, talk to Jordan, or then there's this accountant. So I, my lack of understanding or your lack of knowledge is not like a, a measurement on, on how good of a provider you are. It's identifying where you need to reach out for help and, equip other, and like give people the opportunity to do their job really well. Cause they care about you and you can use that mindset where if it's something like, if we go as something as like, how do I get my driver's license? If you've never done that before, the best way to learn is to go and do it. And then when someone in your life, like if your kid gets their license, you can say, I know how to do that because I've done it before and this is how you do it. And that's what generational change looks like. It's not just this relational thing with, with Jesus that we pray that affects generational change. That's the motivation but then we're able to model it even more. We're like, you want your kids to look at you your grandkids to look at you and say, like, that guy got his crap together. And then he helped teach other people how to do it. That's what we want. We want to be trusted. And the only way that we have to take those first steps of acknowledging our weakness, our lack of understanding, and seek out help, willingness to be taught. That's what we want. That's what real men do. They ask for help.
0: I think one of the good takeaways or melody lines, if you will, that I'm hearing from both of you is, you know, oftentimes when we're struggling, we lose perspective on the problems that are in front of us and and we can catastrophize them and make them a lot bigger than maybe what they actually are. Not, Not to minimize. I mean, we all experience things that are genuinely difficult. But I think when we have people around us, like you guys are describing, you know, it's like chipping at a problem you know, a piece at a time and realizing that with help and with, with creating a healthy community around me, like these are all doable. And I think especially the stuff that you guys are talking about, very practical, necessary things, but can just be added stress and barriers. um, Especially for people that are in crisis, like addiction, you know, we don't, maybe we feel like, Oh my gosh, I'll never be able to deal with that because I've got all these things. It's like, no, this is doable, you know? You've got people around you that care about you and that have competence to handle these issues. And um, that's really hopeful. That's really encouraging to hear.
2: Yeah.
0: One of the coordinators that was here a while, a long time ago,
2: uh, told me one thing I've never forgotten. And he said, I always asked him, I said, what, what did they want to hear when they're sitting across from me? We were doing encounters and things. And he said, Ben, bring hope, give them hope. And I think that that's what we try to do here at the ref- refuge, whether it's with the struggle with their sobriety, all the way to their taxes, is we want to provide hope along the way. Um, you know, not only for hope while they're in here and they're in the refuge, but when they when they launch out. So uh, we need to deal in that as, as often as we can. Uh, so I've I've taken that advice from him, and and I've never looked back on that. I. That's what I always try to do when I'm sitting across from guys, provide them hope that God's much bigger than any problem that they're going to deal with. Um, And um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it it is,
1: it's a big deal. It really is. So with that in mind, Ben, pardon the sirens, what are you, what gives you, what gives you hope about the refuge right now? What, what, what should... uh, what should give the guys hope right now with the Refuge where they're at today? Um, the majority of our staff are
2: all Refuge alumni. Um, you know, we've got guys who, who have the DNA, who've been through it, and they're giving back. And not just at a, at a coordinator level, or, but, I mean, at all levels. Um, and that, that, to me, gives me a lot of hope because we're starting to grow to the point where the, the, the alumni community is, is getting pretty large. And we want to be there for them. But what gives me the most hope is we're just we're starting to grow and we're we're starting to provide, you know, just better and better service to the men and better better situations for them to be able to launch out. And um, and it's difficult. We're a nonprofit. It's you know we've got to work very hard, and we're very thankful for all the people out there who donate. Um, And we got to work really hard, be good stewards. But I'm very hopeful that the guys that are leaving the refuge now that are graduating, if you will, there's so much more opportunity. I think that we're continuing to learn to provide to them and help them with. And it goes back to, again, what Sean Johnson told me that one day is hope. There's a lot of hope here. Um, not only in, in God himself, which is ultimate, but also in the relationships and the things that we're doing to help them in whether here. So that makes me very hopeful.
0: Well, that's good, man. Um, as we bring this to a close, what, you know, for a guy listening right now, who's struggling, you know, who is thinking about, you know, throwing in the towel and just, and just going back. Cause it is hard. It's a challenge. Um, what would you want to say to that person right now? Uh, first and foremost is God loves you and you're here for a reason. Um, and
2: secondly is lean into your brothers, lean into the staff. Um, and be transparent, like Austin said. Be be open. That's the only way that you're going to get through some of these things is you've got to open up. I mean, God talks about us confessing our sin to one another. Um, but we, we're here to help you. Don't, you know, if you're up in second phase and you come up to Columbus and I'm there, I try to go to the hub once a week. You know, just, hey, I want to talk to Ben for a few minutes. You know, just talk to people. Let them know how you're feeling because I'm telling you right now, this staff, that's why we're here. We're called here. We want to help you. So, Know that God loves you. Talk to someone. Lean into the staff and lean into your brothers. There's a lot of people here who are rooting for you. And that doesn't even include all the people that we have, our prayer partners at churches and different things out there that are praying for you guys.
0: So there's a lot of support. Don't give up. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back soon with a new conversation. We'll see you then.